You are listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for Plano Pulse with your hosts, Jamie Jolly and Jeff Beckley. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse, recorded here at the Plano Chamber office located in the Legacy Texas Business Center. I'm Jamie Jolly, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber of Commerce. And I'm Jeff Beckley, 2018 Board Chair of the 2018 Chair Chamber of the Year, the Plano Chamber of Commerce. We're so glad that you've tuned in and we have a great conversation in store for you today. Before we introduce you to our special guest, we'd like to take a moment to share a message from the sponsor of today's episode, Chaos to Results Business Coaching. Are you or someone you know a business owner who is ready to grow their business? Business coach Deborah Austin helps owners create a clear vision for their business, develop a success roadmap to achieve it, and get into action with the right mindset, marketing, and business tools. Get started today by calling 972-881-5564 or scheduling your free discovery session at chaos2, that's chaos, the number two, resultscoaching.com. That's chaos, the number two, resultscoaching.com. Thank you to Deborah with Chaos to Results Business Coaching for sponsoring today's episode. At this time, it's my pleasure to introduce you to today's special guest. This small business owner is a familiar face to our regular business interchange attendees and Plano's sweets fans alike. It's Carol Davis, owner of Crave Popcorn Company. Welcome, Carol. Thank you for having me. Well, Carol, uh, tell us a little bit about your business. Uh, you have popcorn, you sell it over on Preston Road. Tell us more about, uh, about your business. Well, we are a gourmet popcorn shop. Um, we carry about 30 flavors, which we all make by hand in our store. We pop daily, so it's all fresh. Um, we use premium ingredients um, such as guitar chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Yum. it's so good. And, and we pop in small batches, so everything's always fresh. So um, I had to laugh when you came in this morning, you gave me a hug and you smell like popcorn. It's amazing. So um, what what would you say is um, the most popular flavor right now? Oh, popular flavors. Usually, well, we sell a ton of caramel. We have mm-hmm. a really great recipe. It's very buttery and rich and Yum. we use all real <laughs> sugar. Um, we also sell a ton of dill pickle. That is a really, it is a fan favorite. Yes. Okay. That I may have to try that. I'm a dill pickle fan. So, so, so what, uh, I'm real curious, uh, popcorn. I mean, what got you started in that? What kind of drew you to, to be a popcorn business owner? Well, my, um, uh, family has always been in small business and own their own business. So, you know, my late husband and I wanted to, to open our own business to kind of show our children the value of a dollar and hard work. And I loved um, old pharmacies and gift shops and general stores growing up. And actually, we would ride our bikes to this Orchard Hills Pharmacy and had a diner in the back. We would buy some popcorn, uh, candy, and a Coke, and we would hop on our box and ride back home. So I wanted to have that. I wanted to create that experience for for kids and families. Um, And so that's kind of how Crave Popcorn was born. So in in this environment where we have a lot of retailing that's Mm -hmm. going online, I mean, what you've done at the store is create a real experience that would go well beyond just 
going to uh, an online website, ordering popcorn, having it delivered days later. Exactly. Uh, you're talking about fresh popcorn with the experience at the at your store. Exactly. Tell us about the store a that little more. certainly is my hope that people would attach Crave to a memory as they get older. Um, our store has tons of unique candies and sodas and um, bo- all bottled vintage sodas. And then we also have a ton of gift items. And all the popcorn and candy and drinks and, and gift items we have can be packaged in gift packages, baskets and, and boxes. And we do a lot of that. We do a lot of corporate gifting as well. Well, I, I love the story of wanting to create that experience for your children. And um, as someone that had a father that had a small business, and I worked in my dad's small business, um, it's always interesting to be in a family business. But uh, your father was also a small business owner. So tell us more about his business and how growing up with an entrepreneur for a parent inspired you in this area. Well, my dad started as a landscaper and quickly figured out that there wasn't enough uh, materials in the Dallas Metroplex that were a good price. So we started driving to other states, Louisiana and and such, and bringing materials back. All his little landscaper friends figured this out, and he ended up started bartering. Uh, So he changed his business plan, and now he's gone from, you know, starting as a landscaper to owning about, I guess it's six distribution centers and and three growing uh, facilities in Texas. Great. So through my childhood, I watched all of that unfold and, and of course, was a part of it. We, we all answered the phones and learned a lot of bookkeeping and, <laughs> and such. And so I've been able to carry some of those um, lessons with me for sure. So just carrying that story on through then, with your kids, do they get involved in the business? How do they get involved in the business? What's your goal yeah. for their experience with, yes, with yes. your business. Oh, absolutely. Both of my kids, um, Cole is 17 almost, and my daughter's almost 13. And, you know, they, we opened almost five years ago. So they've, they've grown up watching this too. Sure. Um, Cole can pop everything. He knows how to make <laughs> and produce everything. Meg knows a little bit. Um, of course they're really, they've learned, I think one of the most valuable things they've learned is how to interact with people. Sure. Like in this day and age, we, we don't have experience. to do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they, they welcome customers in. They're real comfortable in their own skin at a very young age around adults. And I That's love that. That's terrific. Yeah. So you talked a little bit about how your dad was able to evolve his business to kind of meet a different demand. You've been in business now five years. So what would you say you do differently today that you maybe weren't doing at the beginning when you started Crave? When we started, I, my focus, I thought, was going to be online. I thought we would mm-hmm. sell primar- primarily online, and then the walk-in and retail would be kind of a secondary, and that it was not the case at all. Yeah. So the expectations were very different than the reality. Um, I think if I could have go back in time and reset my brain, I probably would have been a little more profitable earlier you know but I think it's because you've created such a unique environment I mean I love going in the store it's fun and like you said there's a lot of vintage things and it brings back memories and um, so I think that's um, kudos to you for creating that and and again addressing the demand because I think you you definitely do a great job of getting the messaging out online and and promoting what you're doing so thank you so Carol uh, you, you mentioned starting off your business you had some experiences that may not have been your, your expectation that uh, you would have been, liked to have been more profitable early on. What were some of the biggest surprises and challenges that you saw in the early days of starting your business and maybe that some that continue through today? 
Well, that's tricky. There, you know, there are several challenges, as you know, with small business. Um, I think being able to adapt your goals, and and that was something I valued from watching my father switch his model of his business, so, and then meeting the balance of a premium, top quality product, and and making that profit margin mm-hmm. is tricky. But um, but I feel very confident that we've. It, it's taken a while, but we've kind of figured it out. I've found some really good vendors and got more volume now so I can get better pricing. And mm-hmm. Well, it seems to me, too, that you also had uh, real good foresight when you picked your location. I mean, that seems to be an ideal location there at the Lakeside Market. That was Preston probably Road. one of our hardest decisions was that location decision. Mm-hmm. And I'm very pleased with it because it does have that whole business district of Central Plano, mm-hmm. you know, and then also the um, we're basically in a neighborhood. You know, you've got the lakeside kids that ride their bikes. Sure. I mean, it's, the, it's really the best of both. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so talk a little bit more about finding the location. I mean, did you you know, put out uh, search? Did you have some, you know, help? I mean, how did you kind of find that ideal location? I have a very good friend who, who helped me. He's a broker, um, but I knew I wanted to be in Plano. Um, we searched, you know, several different regions. Uh, Shops of Legacy was a thought. Um, downtown Plano was a thought. But we just kept coming back to Preston Road being the corridor between, you know, Frisco and Dallas. And, um, and Lakeside Market, we, we used to go to a little restaurant there. Well, it wasn't little, but it was called Taqueria Canyonita. Mm-hmm. So it kind of held a little special place in our hearts. Um, we, we love Lakeside. So Good. That's a great And location. so do you find more folks come into the store just kind of driving by, or is it a destination where they, you know, they say, well, let's go have some popcorn. We know exactly where to go, or is it a combination? I think it is a combination. Um, people will will come to Lakeside for other reasons and, and then find Crave that way. Um, but we do have a lot of Google searches and Yelp searches. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's been something fun to see grow. You know, initially sure. we didn't have that, but I've create, we've created more of a presence online to where people are Googling Plano popcorn mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll come up and, and they find us. So Awesome. Well, we have some more questions about <clears throat> popcorn flavors and also um, your involvement here as a chamber member in the Plano Chamber. Um, but we want to take a quick break for a message from the presenting sponsor, Plano Pulse, Legacy Texas. I want a commercial banker who's all about relationships. Scratch that. I want a commercial banker who's all about results. At Legacy Texas, we're with you. You expect a great relationship from your banker. What they do with it, that's what really matters. We take a business approach to all banking. So whether you're building a practice or expanding your company, you'll appreciate working with the Legacy Texas Banker. And you'll appreciate the results even more. Legacy Texas. Change your mind about banks. Member FDIC. Welcome back to Plano Pulse. We're here with Carol Davis, owner of Crave Popcorn Company, located right here in Plano at Lakeside Market. Thanks again for joining us, Carol. It's my pleasure. So I'm curious, um, you are a member, a proud member of the Plano Chamber of Commerce. You're a regular attendee of our Friday morning business interchange group. Uh, You know, I can go back a number of years when we started our business and found that the Chamber was a terrific way to start our business. Through business interchange, we made a lot of friends. We met a lot of new people, formed good client relationships over time. I'm curious what brought you to the Chamber and what your experience has been so far. You know, it took us about um, a year to open Crave, mm-hmm. and during that 
pre-opening, I joined the chamber before I even opened Crave's doors. Um, I just I knew it was going to be very valuable to me in some way or form or fashion. Uh, initially, I thought it was going to be in gaining clients, but really it was through forming relationships, like you just said, um, referrals and, and just having somebody have your back, you know, mm-hmm. and being persistent with it and coming to the to the meetings has been invaluable. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I can say that, you know, my experience was not so much about what business we got directly out of the chamber, but more like, where could we go if our garage door wasn't working, or we needed help with certain supplies or um, certain, you know, other services that we need to refer our clients to is really a great source for those kinds of things. And then the second and third level referrals really seem to be the best part of our business experience through that th- through the early days of the chamber. Well, and I think as president and CEO of the chamber, one of the things I get most excited about for our small business members is that you have access to other people that have the same challenges you have, that are going through the growing pains, that are looking at adding staff, or how do I get my message out and make sure that I'm connecting with the consumer. And so you're able to really brainstorm together and um, learn from each other. And that's really where the value of those relationships come in as well. Exactly. That kind of helps you grow your business. Sometimes it's like group therapy. It is. (laughs) is. Well, so um, I am a huge popcorn fan and I want to talk flavors. So even the iconic Ben and Jerry's has had some famous flops. Um, they pina colada was one of the flavors that didn't seem to go over, which shocks me because that sounds really amazing. Um, but have you had any flavors that the customers didn't go for or maybe sounded great in theory, but when it came to actually selling the product, it didn't make it? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when we first opened, all the colors of the rainbow we have, right? They're all candied and and um, we started with fruit flavors. So we would have cherry or um, apple or, you know, Banana, blueberry. Um, Pina colada. Pina pina colada. I have done a pina colada. Uh, But we quickly realized from our customers that they were, can you do all the colors but not in the fruit? And so we slowly started eliminating that. And all of our colors are vanilla flavored now. So they're just real light and it, it, it's a learning process. Right. We figured it out, but uh, but I do some of those for fun. Like I did a caramel apple. So if you can yes. do a fruit flavor with something that's a, a, you know complements the season or something like that, it kind of works. But. So do you ever need volunteers to test these flavors? Because I'm willing. Y'all are welcome. I am Any so time. Anytime. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. So. Yeah, come on over. So uh, so again, you know, on, on some of the, the flavors, um, you know, we appreciate, uh, you know, the insight. What, what kind of process goes into uh, kind of testing flavors? I mean, do, is there an actual testing community that you use, um, you know, or do you try it out and go, mostly, yeah, I like it? Mostly but. friends and family or, or you know, or um, employees at the store. We let them try them. Right now we have a brown butter sage. That was Ooh. kind of a Thanksgiving-inspired um, flavor. Sounds good. But, yeah, just experimenting with combinations. You know, I love food. I, I love going to restaurants. I love watching the Food Network and, food. you know, the food channels. Um, so just experimenting with those combos of flavors are just fun. Oh, yeah. Anything you, like, if you love desserts, you can really 
Anything you can make a dessert with, you can turn popcorn huh. into. Yeah. Anything you put on a potato chip, you can put on popcorn. Oh my gosh! So. And we heard from Frito Lay recently; they put anything on. A yes, potato right. they will. That's right, exactly. <laughs> They'll test a few different flavors. Um, so we've talked a lot about the store and um, Crave Popcorn, but we want to learn a little bit more about you. So um, tell us, what do you do, Carol, when you're not working and not running the shop? What else is going on in your life? Well, I love spending time with my family. We have, um, my parents have a tree farm out in East Texas, so we visit there a lot. That's fun. Um, and fish and, you know, ride around on golf carts and just enjoy the outdoors. Um, I also love going to movies and I smuggle in my own popcorn. <laughs> um, Don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> my kids are real active. You know, my son plays baseball. He's an FFA. And then my daughter's a dancer. So I spend a lot of time being a mom and going to all their things, which I love. Sure. And now you all live in, is it Murphy? We do live in Murphy. Okay. Yes. So it's not too bad of a commute for you to get to the the store every day not at all not yeah. at all i don't even have to get on the highway i love that <laughs> and you said you grew up here in the area I tell guess. us a little bit about where you grew up and what brought you here well i grew up in garland so not too far away um you know my uh we went to austin ut for um college and when we moved back we we worked in uh coppell texas actually and um but we kept driving back to Garland to go to church. And so we we decided Murphy would be a good place to settle kind of in middle, between. Yeah. And um, that's how we landed in Murphy. And we love Plano. My parents rented a home in Plano for years. And it's just a good central, north central area. Mm-hmm. And booming business. You know, I, knew, I knew we wanted to open Craven in Plano. That was never a question. So um, quick, quick plug for you. So, holidays are coming up and we want to know more about um what kind of ways our business is um putting together like i know you do a lot of corporate Mm -hmm. clients but talk a little bit about that part of your business as we kind of gear up for the holidays well there's several different options i love for clients to come in the store because i can show them so many different things we can do but one thing i'm doing today actually i'm doing putting together about 20 gift boxes and it's um all custom. She chose her flavors. Uh, she's a realtor, and I've downloaded her logo, and I'm adding that to the gift box with her happy holiday sentiment. And then she she even brought in um, another item from a promotional company as a like a tumbler. Mm-hmm. So I'm adding that to her box, and then we cellophane that, tie it with a real pretty bow, and we can deliver those for. We do that a lot. We deliver custom you know, the corporate gifting a lot. Um, but she's actually picking those up and going to deliver them herself. That's so nice. that's something we can also add um, logos and stuff to tins. I do a lot of popcorn tins at the holidays. And I'm doing some good promotions online right now. Great. So beyond the holidays, I mean, that seems like a pretty logical way to, to kind of, um, you know, promote your business through the holidays and gift packaging. What other kinds of special events would people be likely to think about popcorn or should be thinking about popcorn besides movie night? We do a lot of um, popcorn bars for weddings oh, and yeah. big um, events. I do a lot of individual size bags for um, conferences. Mm-hmm. So if your business is having, you know, a, a trade show, you can hand out little little individual. Oh, 
Yeah. And I know you did our opening here at the chamber mm-hmm. when we moved into our new space. You did our opening gift. It's a great party and, favorite, yeah, right? It is. It's a good gift. It's a fun gift. So. It's very affordable. Mm-hmm. So, again, a lot of local catering, but then as far as, uh, you know, uh, packages, I mean, like birthdays and, and other events that, I mean, you mentioned the weddings. Yeah. I mean, you, you can cater weddings, but is there also... Uh, a product available that folks could uh, have popcorn at a wedding uh, where you're not necessarily catering. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Let me correct you. We, we don't really cater, but we sell big volume gotcha. bags and gotcha. tins. And so I, I have done some setups and stuff for things like that. But mostly people will buy a l- large volumes and set them out at popcorn bar or I will do individual bags for events like that. So, but yeah, parties yeah. are, yeah, it's yeah, a great party it's favorite. Yeah. So, uh, fast forward five years from now and your business is celebrating 10 years. What do you think that looks like for Crave Popcorn? In 10 years, I would love to have a production facility and a retail facility a bit separate from the two. Okay. So we can do more volume. The space is a challenge for me right now because okay. I'm growing and I need more Uh, production space and I think a lot of small businesses go through that you're starting a business you're thinking okay this is something new and then you have to grow and um, that seems to be a challenge for a lot of ours especially that phase like five to ten years in the business is okay now we need to go find the next phase for crepe popcorn so very well and I guess two other questions related to that would be uh, do you see it kind of doing more uh, through other retailers or would it be a crave popcorn retailer or franchising it or and then at the same time you know is there a online uh, expansion that you could see in the next five years yes online is what I have in my head um, franchising is always in the back of my mind but um, but for the more immediate, I'm, I'm hoping that the online orders pick up to where I have a production facility that ships, gotcha. you know, daily and separate from the retail. Right. Awesome. Right. Very good. Mm-hmm. Well, that's about all the time we have for today. So, Carol, it has been great getting to sit down and chat with you today and learn more about Crave Popcorn. Um, thank you for your membership and your support in the Plano Chamber, and uh, we're glad that um, you see great value in being a member. Absolutely. Thank you, Jeff and Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you, Carol. So we also want to thank, give a special thanks to Legacy Texas for their partnership as the presenting sponsor of Plano Pulse. Speaking of sponsors, we are currently seeking episode sponsors for future installments of Plano Pulse. Contact us at the Chamber for more information on how to get your business in front of our listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think, share with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to tune in for our next episode.